Hey guys, is it me or do I have a lot of Americans on my show? <laughs> I thought I'll change things for once and bring on a Canadian onto my show. Um, so the guest I have today is none, none other than my relative. Uh, she goes by the name of Nana Daniels. Uh, she is the founder of Honam Naturals, which is an organic skincare line uh, suitable for the entire family. Uh, in this show, you're going to learn about how she's grown the business from her kitchen and the house to a brand which is shipping all over the world, which is just fantastic, including Kenya, Ghana, United Kingdom, and many more. Um, you're also going to learn about how her battle with lupus uh, inspired her to create this brand, which we're going to hear about in a little while. And if you tuned into the podcast for the first time, um, just to let you know, I go by the name of Adrian Daniels, and you're now tuned into the sound of Accra. This is the show where we chat with colorful creatives and entrepreneurs from a Ghanaian background, all of a special interest to in the city, bringing you one step closer to Accra. Now, you may not know, but we are available on all popular podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Google Podcasts, you name it. So you can listen to us in your favorite podcast player and you can always visit us at thesoundofacroud.com for the show notes and much more. Now, without further ado, uh, let's, let's get into the show. <laughs> Take care. I'll see you on the other side. So, I would like to welcome Nana Daniels uh, to the show. Um, Auntie, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. <laughs> Under these circumstances, I think I'm doing great. Great, great, great. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it's just been quite interesting speaking to different people in different parts of America and different parts of Canada, which is you, and different parts of the world. Um, I've done a few podcasts now um, with people in lockdown, and it's just interesting to, to see what's happening in, in their areas. What's, what's happening in Toronto? Well, this is basically my life most of the time. I'm an introvert, so <laughs> this doesn't make much of a difference for me here. But in Toronto, almost everywhere is shut down except mm -hmm. essential services. Mm -hmm. But we're able to go and join the long lines in Costco to get grocery and other things. So it's really no big deal, except that it's very difficult not seeing family. And yeah. That makes it hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's very difficult for everyone to see family. So I'm sure we're all in the same boat as you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, great. And um, uh, just for those that don't know you or don't know much about you, could you just kind of give give a brief background into, into yourself just so that the listeners know a little bit more about you before we get into Honam, Honam Naturals? Yeah, so I'm Nana Daniels and I'm Ghanaian. I lived in Ghana most of my life. I was actually born in the north mm -hmm. and we migrated to Accra and I lived there till my early 20s. And I come from a very large family of five girls. <laughs> so you can imagine the experiments with beauty secrets and beauty tips. Yeah. And later in my adult years, just when I graduated high school, I enrolled in cosmetology and became a certified cosmetologist, which <laughs> I never used because I found it a little bit too boring. I was quite restless as a young adult. <laughs> so I went into a bit of modeling and I was told to actually get a real job. <laughs> so I, got a, I got a real job, a big girl's job. And yeah. I ended up at the Canadian embassy for a couple years. And it was there that I came up liking Toronto and I ended up here and have been here since. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Wow. It's okay. That's, that's quite, a, it's quite a journey. Um, it's quite a journey from, from Ghana to, to, to Toronto, Canada. Um, okay. And, um, 
knowing that you have well that's something I didn't know about you that you have a cosmopolitan sorry a uh, how do you pronounce it again cosmetologist cosmetologist I, I didn't know you had a cosmetologist background so I think that kind of plays in into what you're doing right now so that would be quite interesting to, to learn you know yeah. you know how that all comes in together um, and then how did Honam come about actually I'm sure there's a story. There's actually there's a story behind how Honam Naturals came to play. Yeah, yeah. Well, Honam came about um, four years ago, and you know how we have really harsh, cold, long winters here. So just when winter settled, I was able to go to Ghana for a long vacation, mm-hmm. and whilst I was there. I got so excited and overindulged in the sun activities going out to the beach, forgetting about my lupus. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, I usually would go out with my sunblock. And I came back from my holiday and had 70% burns all over my body. 70% burns? Right from my forehead, right to my torso. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, well, the, the skin was really horrible. And I ended up in Mount Sinai, which is one of our teaching hospitals. And that's where I go for my lupus. Mm-hmm. And after days, they couldn't come up with anything except to put me on more steroids to help with healing the skin. But... I was already on several medications and I refused to take any more. Yeah. So I came home and I played around with what I had. And mm-hmm. Every African has a tub of shea butter. So <laughs> I took it and though the raw shea butter was very, very thick, it was very difficult to put on my skin that was already damaged. Yeah. So I played around with it and would oil it and light it, make it lighter, tried several things. Mm-hmm. And finally, I got into a consistency that I was happy with. So I started applying it. And when I had the bends, I wasn't able to go out. So I had a few friends drop food and come around and help. Yeah. So after four days of hiding, my <laughs> friends came into the house one day and saw my skin had all cleared. Wow. And it had become much more, it had rejuvenated better than the skin I had before. Mm. So there were jokes, there were jokes that I had had a chemical peel and not told anybody, but actually (laughs) it was what I used and it was able to clear. So after that, friends started asking me for some of the mixture. So I would make a little bit for friends. And finally, Hunam was born. Wow. I started making it on a large scale and have been using it since. Mm, wow that's that's quite a remarkable story mm. and um because i've known honam for quite some time now and you know i've actually i've seen those pictures of what your skin looked like before and what it looked like after yeah. after you started to use the, your own products which was quite i think that's quite remarkable considering that you didn't actually get it off the shelf it's something that you know, you invented yourself and you know what, you know what people say, people say that, you know, nature is sometimes the best healer. And, you know, I think in this day and age, we've got caught up in going to, or we've been programmed rather to, to go to the pharmacy, to go to a shop or to go to some kind of specialist, some kind of artificial uh, um, means to be able to take care of something and to have something natural, which you probably didn't even expect to, to have something natural, which you probably didn't expect to actually create, is just it's just remarkable. So, just want to congratulate congratulate you for formulating um, what you have now as the Hone um, Naturals range. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, um, could you tell the audience about you know maybe some of the some of the products that you started to make? Well, I mean, you mentioned shea butter. I mean, you mentioned started, shea butter, yeah. yeah, it started with just the shea butter and that worked perfect. But then mm-hmm. I started looking around and sourcing other raw products. So yeah. um, I was looking basically for the ones that every woman needs, one that would treat wrinkles, one that would treat imperfections, ones that would make our skin look plump. And mm-hmm. as, as we grow older, you get you start losing 
the plumpness of your face and all that. Yeah. So then I came up with um, the mango butter. I got mm. the olive butter. Olive butter is very, very good. And of course, yeah. then I had to find a range of body butters that were not too greasy because mm. we've got people with very oily skin and the shea butter and cocoa butter is good for those with very oily skin. Then, of course, then we have those who have like, like skin that is combination so they don't want oily body body butters so that's where the mango and also the um jojoba jojoba comes Mm. in as well Mm. as rosacea i looked for once would for to help with those with problem skin very very sensitive skin and Mm. eczema everybody has so it's about six range of um, body butters then i finally had my boys and you know (laughs) we have all these nephews in the house who have decided to grow beards so (laughs) i shout out to the beard gang yeah, so I started making beard oil and beard balm and mm-hmm. using it for the kids. And that became a hit too. And so we got into men's grooming stuff. Mm. And recently we have actually started moving gradually into sustainable products. So we now have like bamboo, yeah, bamboo toothbrushes, combs, and we're looking to expand yeah so just coming up with different ideas yeah yeah i'm um, just looking at the website i mean it looks great i mean some of the models you use to actually you know model the products or you know model actually you know showing the results of your products it's, it's, it's really nice to see um uh, what's quite interesting um Aunt nana is that you know you first initially set out to create something to heal yourself and now you've ended up creating this whole line which you probably didn't expect so it's the uh it's, it's the range that you didn't actually expect to make which is so remarkable mm-hmm. and you've set out to create this line where not only has it helped yourself you now what you're doing is now you're now in the business of helping other people and i think your background in skin has helped to kind of look after other people who have different skin types, you know, who have different skin needs as well, which is really, really good. Um, what's your favorite product in the line? Cause it's a huge line. You know, if you just look at the products, if you just look at your total range, it, it's quite, it's a quite impressive range of products. And you would think that um, it's something that you can actually walk into a mainstream store and get, but I'm f- shockingly is not. And, this actually deserves to be on the on the on the shop shelves. What, what would you say is your your favorite product in, out of the whole Emirates? Well, I grew up with shea butter and love love shea butter. But then mm. again, once in a while, you'd love to walk around smelling like chocolate. So, I also yeah. love the cocoa, and mm. I just go between either the the oily ones, and I go between shea butter, cocoa, or olive. Mm-hmm. So I usually use those three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So and would just, you say those are the essentials? The shea butter, the olives? Yeah, it is. It is. Mm. Those, those are quite, because most people, when I go to pop-ups and mm. I'm selling it, usually they would look at my skin and ask, what <laughs> do you use? So I want, <laughs> I want that. So those are quite um, a seller's. Yeah, and most people who would know organic body butters would usually go straight to the shea butter because that's yeah. what they, they usually know. And just what you were saying about helping people, well, the one also reason for doing that was to help um, those with lupus and sensitive mm-hmm. skin. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, you know, I have lupus and yeah. there's quite a number of people that have lupus and it's yeah. quite common than we think, but because it takes quite a long time to diagnose, we've got lots of people undiagnosed there. And when you get it, it's quite debilitating and mm. For those who don't know lupus, I mean, lupus is an autoimmune disease where your immune system is overreactive. And Mm. that means that we would attack ourselves and we would attack organs and tissues. And being that the skin is your largest organ, 
Mm-hmm. That's usually the most visible thing that everybody would notice when you have lupus. Wow. And so the reason how that came up to get the Hunam name was because of the skin. And mm-hmm. in the African dialect, of course, we call it Hunam. So <laughs> that's how Hunam came up. And <laughs> being that um, with lupus, we don't, there is no known. Um, there is no known cause of lupus, uh, but however, there is a belief that the sun and the environment contributes to your lupus triggers. So mm. the Hunam product also had to cover those, and that's why all our body butters do have sunscreen in them because those with lupus, because we are so sensitive, you can't go out without using sunscreen. And I know most people would forget using sunscreen after they've used their own moisturizer. So we just thought, why not combine it and add (laughs) add it together as well as making it very easy because in the morning when you get ready to go to work, you don't have the time to use your body butter and look for the sunscreen. So it makes, it takes time and it makes it easy to use. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And you just, and you just said going to work. So, um, this is actually a business that you actually run alongside, you know, something else that you do, which is really good. Yes, it's a side mm. hustle. Mm, a side hustle, if you will, yeah, as yeah. they will call it out there. And you mentioned, obviously, talking about lupus, you, you're also involved in the society itself? Um, gradually, I've sort of backed off a little bit, but from the time I got diagnosed, I, I joined the lupus Ontario and I became chairperson for the scleroderma, which I still am. And Mm. I've been volunteering. And so when new patients are diagnosed and they need to find information on lupus and how to live with it and how to cope with it, or just somebody to talk to, they usually Mm. would call me and I'll guide them through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Somebody did it for me. So I'd expect that really? you, somebody who has it would have somebody to come to and we walk them through and we have our lupus buddies, have a few <laughs> online, online <laughs> companies that we share tips and, yeah. and all. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. And, and how do you deal with the lupus now? Is it, is it, st- is it quite manageable now that you've got this, this, this whole product line? Um, not really. Um, it's very, very unpredictable. I've had it for 17 years now. It's mm-hmm. going 17. I've got some bad days and I've got bad, um, good days. And especially the winter doesn't make things easy sometimes. Mm. And stress is a big trigger. And with everything that is going on, yeah, it could make it very, very difficult sometimes for us. But I I started just recently meditating, mm-hmm. which is which is also helping to keep me calm in the storm, and <laughs> exercise a lot and eat well. So yeah. I've been coping very well in the last I'd say four years. Mm. Very well, yeah. Mm. This sounds good. Sounds like you're keeping yourself. You're keeping yourself well despite lupus, which is really good. Yeah. Um, would you say having? Would you say having kind of dealt with lupus by building Honam has that kind of helped you to kind of attract more attention to your products, knowing that you've 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 kind of dealt with lupus having this range? Does that make sense? So because of Honam Naturals, are you getting more like exposure because you've, you know, you have, you've got lupus, you've been involved in this, in the society. And maybe when they hear this, your story, they're thinking, ah, you know, maybe I should try our products. Have you had that before? Um, that has, that has made things very easy. Like you're saying, yeah, it has, because I mean, before anybody would want to try a product or get a review or anything, we want to see Mm. We, we we want to ensure that it does work. So yeah. I am actually my own walking advertisement <laughs> and, and yeah. everybody knows what lupus could do to your skin. And I've had the before pictures, which 
I don't mind sharing and I don't mind sharing my story, not because I want to sell products. Yeah. It's just because I want to make people aware that even for those who don't even have lupus, like others with sensitive skin, I have one customer in the States who mm-hmm. is a doctor and she just got um, diagnosed with thyroid and some other disease I can't even remember and before she tried this she was very very cautious she goes I have very sensitive skin I've bought all Mm. these expensive products and I said trust me I did I tried all (laughs) the expensive products too but then again I know that the more exposure that we get to artificial products and stuff the more that we're just adding to our problems. And true, very true. If we strip down everything and we go back to the basics, organic mm. usually works. So, yeah, I mean, that, that has helped. Yeah. And this, that's why I said earlier on that nature is a great healer. And, you know, that's what you did to, to help find some kind of way of alleviating uh, the effects of lupus and yes. which you've done, which you've done really well. Yeah. And, Another thing I was going to say is that um, one one good thing about your brands, I mean, there's so many. I mean, one thing I would say is that there's so many organic skincare hair, skincare lines out there, yeah. and even you know, there's so many shea butter lines, so many cocoa butter lines, you name it. And especially from Africa, well, and then we'll probably we'll probably talk about you know how Honam's being received in Africa and Ghana, and then we can go to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. but. Um, there's nothing better than having a story behind the brand and how the brand was, was conceived. And there's nothing better than having, um, you know, story to tell and a USP behind it. That's going to separate or distinguish your product from everyone else. Because there's, you know, I see so many kind of African inspired skincare lines out there, but the reason why I resonate with yours the most, not that, you know, we're related, but is that because, you know, there's actually a real story behind it. You know, you lived and you, you actually breathed Honam and, you know, this is the result of what you went through. The result of Honam, the re- Honam came about as a result of what you went through. And I think that is a powerful, powerful thing. And just like what you said, you are a walking advertisement. Yeah. Okay. And let's, let's talk, let's talk a bit more about Honam Naturals, Aunt Nana. So you mentioned you got, you had some customers in the US and um, how is it being received internationally? So let, let's talk about, you know, the States, Canada, how do you go about selling the products? I know you've got stores, you've got pop-up stores, you've got partnerships, you've got people, you know, sh- ordering it online and they're getting it shipped to their homes, etc. You know, how is that being received um, it's been received very well. It's been most of the time, most of my customers are through word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And of course I have my online website and I've been a bit lazy with Instagram, but I do have an Instagram page <laughs> and others. Yeah. And that's where, how I've drawn most of my customers and gradually the customers that I've had are actually also bringing in new (laughs) customers and it's doing very, very, very well. And I'm amazed. I'm Mm. amazed by some of how further we have reached. And I didn't, I didn't expect that. Mm. We recently just got an order from one of our, provinces that is close to like nowhere it's out of nowhere yellow knife and one of those and i'm like how did you hear about me (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and they got the products to another person and she just loved it so yeah we're we're very blessed i'll say Mm. is blessed yeah Mm. Yeah. I've just seen it grow from a, you know, like a, you know, just a homegrown brand to a brand that's just spreading slowly, you know, across the world, which is really, really good to, good to see and really, really good to hear. Um, one thing I was going to say is that um, your, your products, like 
people are actually willing to actually, you know, spend money on the shipping, you know, just to get it out to them because, you know, you would easily just go, you would easily just go into the shops and pick up something that's similar to yours. But the great thing is that people are actually willing to spend a bit of money to get these products, which shows how much they value, you know, your products compared to other people's products. And would you say you have um, regular customers, you have regular orders coming in from the same person? Because I can imagine how key that would be to help keep sustaining the business i do have my regulars and yeah. most of them are actually in the state so what they usually do is to cut all the shipping cost yeah. they usually would buy a huge bulk in the, yeah. in the winter time mm-hmm. and then so it's usually seasonal when mm-hmm. they would buy like a whole ton mm-hmm. and i also have a number of customers in I've got one in Nairobi somewhere and I also have a few in Ghana so like the pop-up usually helps Mm. so when I'm coming for the pop-ups before I come for the pop-ups I would have had a huge order so I have people's orders and of course they bring more friends and we have a (laughs) pop-ups and during the pop-ups too I usually take advantage to introduce new products and mm. based on wherever I do the pop-up, I sort of do a bit of research and see what would sell Yeah, and try that. And our last pop-up was in Ghana, in Accra last, last summer. Okay. Was and that the launch? Was that the launch or just a pop-up? Was it was the had, actual launch? We had a launch um, two years ago. In Let's Ghana. talk about the launch. Let's talk about the launch first. Let's talk about that. How okay, was it? so two years ago in Ghana, um, I launched Hunam. And well, before Hunam had already been launched in Toronto. So I was a little bit... Um, I'll say maybe intimidated because mm. that's where the share butter is and that's where you find a whole range of butters and stuff. So I, I was a little bit nervous mm. and I sort of talk, I usually talk, my, talk myself into confidence and definitely, I definitely knew that my product stood out from the others because they are regular body butters and they are whatever. But mine, I know as uh, like the consistency and the way it absorbs into your skin as well as the sunblock just made it a hit. So mm. we had the launch and I'd say within an hour, everything was sold. Wow. We sold out within an hour. And that's what encouraged me to go back last year and yeah. do another one. And we're yeah. looking, considering how, um, what do you call it, how COVID is going to go, we're yeah. planning on having one very, very soon in Accra again. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So at, so at the moment, there's not necessarily a um, access point where people can pick up Honam products. It's more of, you know, when, when you and your team are around at the moment. In Accra? Yeah, in Accra. Can people get it at the moment or people have to order? They have to order and they, or they have to wait for the pop-ups? Um, they usually have to order online. Mm-hmm. But sometimes after the pop-up, I'll have maybe a few there so they can just text and have it picked up. And okay. I'm planning on maybe in the next year actually have an access point where they can pick up so they don't have to wait for me to come to town first. <laughs> yeah. And we are hoping, hoping to get on Amazon. So yeah. Yeah. I guess so. easy. Yeah. I think Amazon will work wonders for your discovery because I mean, the more people that learn about your products and try it as well, the more customers you're going to get. So, um, I think once you get on Amazon, that would make a huge difference. So I think we're all looking forward to that day and we'll all be um, be behind you, cheering you on. Um, wow. Accra. And how many people turned up for the pop-up? Sorry, how many people turned up for the launch in Accra, Aunt Nana? Um, I'd say the launch, we had about maybe 50, 60. 50, 60? Yeah, between 50 wow. and 60, yeah. So that's, that's still quite a number of people. 
That's yeah. a number of people. That's quite a number of people. And just to come into think of it, they probably didn't just buy one product because I think with your range, it's hard to buy just one product. For example, I'll buy the beard oil off you. I'll buy the comb I'll buy, and then I'll buy their hair oil because I need hair oil. So I love the way how your whole line kind of complements each other. And yeah. I think that's a great way to um, set up a business. And then the pop-up, how was that? I think two years later, you said? Yet, um, yeah, that was last year. Last that year. was that was also um, that wasn't a huge turnout, only because um, the address to the place was a little bit complicated. Mm. But for the thirty people that showed up, we sold up within a short period. We sold nice. out everything, so nice. it went. It worked out very nice, but it mm. ended up being a very nice social and yeah, we we did great. Yeah, so yeah. I'm ho- I'm hoping to have another one, hopefully around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think it sounds like socials, combining socials and Honam is, 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 is doing the trick for you. So mm-hmm. hopefully you can find a way to turn out to something a bit more permanent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's doing well in Ghana. It's doing well in Africa. You said Nairobi, which is great. And it's doing well in America. I mean, people are picking up in America and obviously you've got stores across uh, Canada uh, for, 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 for in, sorry, in, oh, just in Toronto. We have one to in Dur- um actually two in Durham and one in Scarborough. Okay. Yeah. So so that's is that just outside Toronto? So this is within Ontario, yeah? This is within Ontario, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay, and for those that don't know what provinces are in Canada, it's more or less like states in America. So just exactly. Just, exactly. Yeah, just in case you didn't know. And now People outside Africa and America, and people are uh, also ordering Honam as well. Yes, yeah, brilliant. That's quite that's quite a bit of activity on um, mm. on the website. Yeah, mm. Mm. yeah, and a few times you will have a few from Instagram. Okay. Yeah, we have <laughs> a few from Instagram too. Yeah. Nice, nice. What would you say is the most unusual order you've had, like from? online or just in general has, has there been like a most like a very surprising order that you've that you've had or you're really surprised about that you just couldn't oh this is quite maybe someone from dubai or something or that, and then maybe you're thinking wow this is this is quite something you know what i mean uh, i yeah. know yeah, there was a very unusual one that somebody from i can't remember where it was but it was quite far they bought a beard oil, which was about 10 bucks and was ready to pay, was it $17 for shipping? Okay. Wow. So then I thought my account was hacked. <laughs> and I think <laughs> I remember calling you and I was like, can you take a look at the site? It was, it was a little bit unusual. So anyhow, yeah. well, I mean, they paid for it. So I said yeah. only to find out that it was through a friend of a friend. Yeah. And now the person has become a very good customer. So they buy bulk, but I think he wanted to also try just one, one beard oil first before he tried a bit. So now he's getting a lot. So we don't have to worry about his shipping for 17 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And I think the next step for you is just having a bit, obviously with time and with more resources, it'll be having more distribution centers um, globally. Um, And obviously that will bring down shipping costs and that will bring um, access to more people. I'm sure you'd agree. Yes, I, we're, we're looking into that. But mm-hmm. we're also trying as much as possible to c- cut down um, having lots of shops yeah. because it's a equal green company. Mm-hmm. We're trying to cut the footprints and have it just in, in on, online. Yeah. So it's easy. But then again, I mean, we've got a few shops where you can just go pick up the products. And yeah. as time goes on, we're going to look at other countries. And yeah. 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 And go into businesses with other countries. And I'm looking at that in maybe the next year or so, the next year or so. Yeah. 
I think that would be the, the the that would be the master plan. I think for this to really expand worldwide, and you got a wonderful website. And I think I think all all you need now is just to get into other countries and just to get into more people's hands and to make yeah. it more accessible. Okay, so yeah. what's what's next for Honam actually? Apart from getting, sorry, apart from yeah. doing another pop pop up shop in in Accra soon, what's what's the next? next step for Hunam? Well, Hunam at the moment is, um, I would say, maybe 60% sustainable, a sustainable, eco-friendly business. Mm -hmm. But we're trying to go 100%. So we're playing around with ideas and one is going to be buying back our containers from Mm -hmm. customers so you could return it and get a reward. Mm. And we're also looking for other ways to change the the rose water and the lavender um, linen room spray. I'm trying to find uh, a way to get a sustain uh, sustainable, eco friendly bottle, yeah. and find ways that we can get them back to encourage people to reuse and recycle. Mm and get more into bamboo products nice and get into more eco-friendly things and mm-hmm. hopefully in the next year all our body butter line would be 100% organic wow. at the moment we have maybe I'd say maybe about 70% organic mm. but now we want to go totally 100% organic mm. yeah mm. so that's something we i'm looking into and yeah and of course look for other shops <laughs> look for other shops yeah yeah well that's uh that's a great plan and why would you say that being eco-friendly is so important well, because uh, anything to do with Honam actually also ties in with my lupus. And yeah. with lupus, being that your triggers are usually caused by the environment. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm, um, I'm a grandmother. So <laughs> I have to find ways to cut carbon footprints, help keep a green environment so my grandkids could live comfortably and not worry about pollution and all that so Mm. we divert the company from just being like a regular body butter company that everybody is doing to something that in the next 20 years it would be meaningful and it would still be around Mm. so that's the reason why i'm more conscious of the environment Hmm. and Honam yeah wow yeah and that's that's what's good about it it's a it's a conscient it's a it's a conscious brand it's yes. uh it's a brand that cares and it's a brand that people would, would resonate with because i think it's quite trending um yes. i think more more people want organic products more people want eco-friendly products more people want vegan you know i think we're now in a time we're now in a generation where people want yeah. this, this, these type of products these type of services and i think you realizing that and i think with honam tying in 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 with that it's perfect for you because it's only gonna make your company more meaningful and it's only gonna attract more customers and by the way most of our products are also vegan and kosher Mm, okay well just if you guys didn't know that now you know yeah it is yeah i guess you're getting getting ahead of the game then i've covered all bases (laughs) (laughs) yeah excellent Okay, and um, what would you say are some some tips for starting up a small like side hustle like yours to to what could potentially be an international uh, business? I'll say passion has to be the first thing. Mm-hmm. I I the the more passionate you are about it, it doesn't make the job easy. It doesn't yeah. make it difficult. Sorry. So I was very passionate about this and it has to be something you really love. Mm. So standing, coming home and working from 6 to 11 p.m. midnight or sometimes 
till about 1 a.m. Yeah. To get what you need, you'd have to be ready and willing to put like lots of work in. And of course, as a small mm. company, yeah. as a small business, yeah. having finances would be very, very difficult going to the bank for a loan. So you would have to start with your savings. And that means not being able to hire anybody. So doing almost everything that you can do. But I've been blessed to have family that have been volunteering their time with. <laughs> I had a niece who did all my legal work. And of course, yeah. I had you to do my website. And <laughs> I also put the grandkids to work by helping me to do labeling. So it's mm. it, it's been very difficult, but quite rewarding and I wouldn't change anything, but it has to be, you have to be patient and you have yeah. to persevere and have in mind that you're not going to take no for an answer mm. and failure. It's not an option. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Failure I love it. An option. <laughs> I love it. And what you said is quite interesting about the whole 6 PM, 6 PM to 1 AM thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, it's something that Tony Robbins, uh, who is like a global business and life strategist, he says mm -hmm. that um, of him before he got really big where he is, um, he used to go to his, his normal job, which was nine to five or nine to six. But then he said his real job started at 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. So um, I think a lot of people who have started small businesses around their jobs and, and are growing it or have grown it to a huge level can definitely relate with you. So um, yeah. I think it's going to be really encouraging for a lot of people to hear. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And what would you, um, I mean, I think this is a kind of, we're now in the season where a lot of people are quite conscious about their skin. I think especially women, um, what tips would you give for women in terms of skin routines and maybe products to, to look for, to help with their skin? I usually don't do much, but what I usually tell people is whatever you put in your body, yeah. It's what your skin would look like. Mm. So I I don't eat healthy, but however, I try to drink <laughs> lots of I drink lots of water. Yeah. I don't drink I, I don't drink any sugary drinks and I eat quite a bit of vegetables and stuff when I can. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'd say almost twice a week, I usually would use sugar scrub to mm. get the dead skins off my face because everybody yeah. has dead skin. So yeah. I exfoliate every, maybe every other day. Mm -hmm. I do that and just use sunscreen. <laughs> use sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen and moisturize. Okay. And that is what I'll tell everybody and anybody. But water is a big thing, drinking okay. lots of water. Hmm. Okay. So I don't think it's rocket science, uh, listeners. I don't think it's something that, um, people wouldn't be too, you know, ignorant of. I think a lot of people are, are quite aware of exfoliating and doing the simple things as drinking lots of water and, you know, just kind of having a good diet. But I yes. think you, I think you'd be surprised the amount of people that would neglect, neglect these simple steps. Would, wouldn't you agree? Most people would do that and mm. maybe once a while just go for the facial and all that. And that is great if that's what they want. But I have really, I've, in the last, since I've been diagnosed, I've become sensitive to everything. I've become sensitive to hair dyes. I've become sensitive to creams. I've become sensitive to cleansers and everything. So I try as much as possible to cut what I use on my skin and this mm -hmm. is what I've tried and it works for me. So that's <laughs> what I usually tell others. But if you feel you want to go and have a facial, then maybe go ahead, but just look for products that have less additives. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And is it quite strange using your own products sometimes? You know what? It's not. It's not, and it's actually strange not using it because oh, it's, okay. it's, it's easier just to go downstairs and grab one. And anytime I make the products, I also have to test it on myself. 
Yeah. So that that's what I live on. I use that. I have it in my car. I have it in my bag. So I always have a sample. Anytime I'm walking around, I always have a sample to hand to somebody. <laughs> and I usually get a customer out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've been lucky to see those samples. And I must say they're quite eye-catchy and they're really nice to use as well. Um, and what I was going to say, what was I, what, what was I going to say? Ah, it's just left my mind. Okay. Um, you're getting old. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> you're getting old. I'm getting old. No, I'm not getting old. Okay. I'm getting old, but I'm not getting old. Yeah. Um, just before we wrap up the show, um, what, how important would you say that your Ghanaian roots are to creating this, this brand? Hmm. Um, I'm not sure, you know. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure, you know. Well, maybe with the the name Hunam. I mean, yeah. definitely it's a Ghanaian language. And, well, shea butter is actually in the past. I thought shea butter was only cultivated in Ghana. I didn't realize that Nairobi has shea butter too. But mm-hmm. then growing up in Ghana, everybody had shea butter that we took to school. Mm. And that's what we use. So I had used the product as a child and I knew how it helped with my skin and my hair. So it was just easy to go back to what I knew. Mm. And that's helped. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. And Honam is a line that people from all ages, all genders, um, all family, all, all different types of family can use Honam, right? It was actually made with a whole family in mind because mm-hmm. I am using it and my sons use it. My nephews use it. <laughs> and I had, I added a baby line when we had a grandbaby in the family. Yeah. And then, of course, I have the exfoliating bar because I had a niece <laughs> yeah, my niece, you know Denise, yeah. and also Jerome would yeah. only use the African black soap. So then I had to go into doing the Af- African black soap. So <laughs> it's usually based on the family's needs. And yeah, I have a friend who likes the mango butter, so of course we came up with the mango butter. And we have the lip, the lip, um, lip balm. Lip balm. That's yeah. my granddaughter can't use lipstick yet so <laughs> she gets to use lip balm so it's yeah. for the whole family and brilliant brilliant and it, it doesn't matter race i mean we've got everybody and anybody using it because our mm. body butters are for all skin types yeah it's, yeah. it's brilliant i mean it's such a great brand that you're not only conscious about you know the environment you're not only conscious about um people's diets and people's skin and you know how eco and just being eco-friendly you're not only conscious about that but you're also conscious about you know different families so i mean i think it's fair to say that you have a quite yeah you have built such a family-friendly brand as well which is really really good okay brilliant and okay this is something i tend to ask all the, my guests that come on my show what to you is the sound of a crowd. So if someone mentions a crowd to you, what goes through your minds? What what feelings, what emotions, what thoughts come come to mind? The first thing that comes to mind is going to Osu. <laughs> right at the corner of um, Koala. Yeah. Where you can hear the Killy Willis sizzling in the oil. <laughs> And then the kebabs on the other side, like <laughs> that, that alone just brings joy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, that, that's what brings, it's just fulfilling to go to Accra and just stand there, whether you're buying it or not. Like that's what brings Accra to mind. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely have those kind of memories as well. Yeah. And it's just definitely given me, you know. Oh, I, I, I forgot and not forgetting mm-hmm. my sister's sugar bread. <laughs> Just those things. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. 
Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Well, Aunt Nana, thank you for coming on the show. Um, before I let you go, is the, um, before we um, let people know how they can get in touch with you, how they can, you know, check out the business, all your products and all of that good stuff. Uh, was there any final comments that you wanted to, 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 was there any final comments or announcements you wanted to make to the audience? You know what? I know it's been months that <laughs> I've been putting it off yeah. to do this with you because I'm very, very, I don't love public speaking. <laughs> so it's been difficult, but I appreciate your patience and, no your, pers and your persistence. No problem. And thank you for having me. Talk no about my love. I, I love Hunam, so I'm glad I was able to share this with everybody. But just to let everybody know, our online shop is open. So visit www.hunamnaturals.com. Follow us on Instagram, Hunam Naturals, and we have a Facebook page. And of course, all our updates on pop-ups and any new products, any announcements would be on there. So visit mm -hmm. us. You mm -hmm. can also send us an email if there's anything you want to add. And don't forget to always give us a review or feedback. <laughs> and that's, that's how we know how to fulfill our orders and our obligation to our customers too. Of course. I mean, nothing, nothing shows credibility than, than the actual customer review. So please, please uh, make sure if you make sure when you do get in touch with the business and when you do order product, uh, please leave Honam Naturals a review, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Google, whether it's uh, Amazon, wherever you get the product. It's on Amazon yet. So in Google, wherever you leave a review, wherever you, whenever you get the product, so you get in touch with the brands, try and leave a review. Okay. Um, Thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you. All right, then. Until next time, guys, you take okay. care. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So that was Nana Daniels. I'm sure you would have guessed that's my auntie. Uh, if you've been a regular listener, I'm sure you would uh, agree with me that I have quite a talented family, hence why I keep getting guests from my family onto the show. Um, just to remind you, you can get the show notes by visiting thesoundofacrowd.com. That's thesoundofacrowd.com. Uh, got a question or you know someone that would be great for the show? Uh, we're halfway through the season, so a good few number of episodes to entertain you guys with and to educate you guys with, more importantly, before we wrap up season one. Get in touch with us info at thesoundofacrowd.com that's info at thesoundofacrowd.com if you've got a question or if you feel like you might be a fit for the show we'll see what we can do we're also available on instagram go and check us out new content on the page um the page is now starting to pick up um so you can visit us on instagram at the sound of a crow a lot of nice stories and nice stuff on there um but yeah check it out all right guys um that's it for the mid-season and we will catch you in the next episode and take care god bless bye-bye